you're listening to Two Girls, Three Wines. I'm Hannah. And I'm Agnes. Join us every week as we try three different wines. Warning, we are total novices. We drink and we don't know anything. (laughs) Do you want to introduce our guests? Yeah. All right. Hi. Um, Welcome to our um, special episode where we are at uh, Bent Oak Winery in Cedar Park, Texas. I'm Agnes. And I'm Hannah. And we've got a couple of guests today. I'm John, the owner and winemaker. And I'm Brian, the assistant winemaker. (laughs) Dream team. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for um, coming or, I mean, having us. We came. Never mind. (laughs) We just showed up and they're like, all right. I guess we'll let you in. Yeah, Yeah. we're so excited. Um, You know, definitely spend some time with you guys. Um, Would you uh, mind giving our listeners a quick start on, you know, how you got into this? And we've talked about it briefly, but I would love to hear a recap. Mm -hmm. Sure. How'd you get yourself in this situation? Situation. (laughs) Situation. It's a a bad, uh, you know, bad retirement plan that ensures that I won't be retiring anytime soon. (laughs) Um, But I I actually got into this by. I was brewing beer as a hobby 20, more than 20 years ago. That's right. And I was watching my wife drink a Chardonnay. And uh, I said, wow, I'm doing all grain brewing. This can't be that hard. Mm. And it took me three years to dial in a Chardonnay that she would even drink. And, and I'm one of these kind of OCD science geeky guys. So immediately I had to dive into why, the, why her Chardonnay didn't turn out the way it should have mm-hmm. and really quickly you learn that beer is, has a um, is all about water science water chemistry uh, mineral makeup but the grape um, the wine grape is its own little biochemical manufacturing plant so where beer you're worried about the water makeup you're really worried about organic chemistry when it comes to wine making mm-hmm. wow and so yeah. this is just a different a passion project that's just three years for for one was it kind yeah. of a snowball effect after that it was a snowball effect after that you once you get the you know once you get the bug you know the wine bug you just keep going so <laughs> yeah. yeah i can believe it yeah, yeah. Well, i mean <laughs> just with uh, our small amount of time doing the show um it's been like very eye-opening about how much we really didn't know like yeah. we said we didn't know anything we we meant it <laughs> Yeah. It's not a lie. Wait, I would still yeah. say we kind of don't. Yeah, yeah, we barely yeah. scratch the We're surface. We're humble, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the fun part about yeah. wine. Yeah, the fun part about wine is there's so much to explore, and really, it's all about what do you like. Mm-hmm. You know, some people get all sure. snooty, but really, it's when when people come into our winery, our our focus is what do you like. You know, and that's, I think that's the best way to do that, and it mm-hmm. sounds like you have somebody with great taste to experiment on to begin with. So once you dialed in the Chardonnay, you know, did you have any kind of organic chemistry background or, or was it? No, I just... started taking classes. Oh, that's uh, awesome. You know, right. You, I know. You, that's really inspiring that yeah. you, that you didn't have this big background in wine and you're like, I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. 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 I started awesome. volunteering. We would go on wine immersion courses. What? Start taking that's classes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like? Like we're sitting in your winery now with all these different, you know, tools and things like that, but trying to make it on such a small scale in that experimentation phase. What was that like? It was fun. How did uh, you keep it contained? My wife, uh, my <laughs> yeah. wife didn't have a master bathroom. 
Uh, Fair. Basically, I had. Uh, was it? Were you making moonshine? It was, it was almost like it, it was wine shine. But, uh, sure, sure. But you learn, you learn real quickly. The same, same thing in brewing. Um, the best way to brew is is to buy buy grains and work up a grain bill. You learn that in in winemaking that the, the um, concentrate kits are what you know what the producers can't sell. Mm -hmm. So what? You learn, yeah, what yeah. So what are they called again? Concent concentrate. Kits. Great concentrate kits. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. They can't sell. Yeah, well, the it's wines the lowest the quality. It's the lowest quality juice. Okay. So they okay. sell that to the you know hobbyists. You know, but it's but great. Yeah. wine doesn't turn out well, right? It, it, it can. It Brian's can like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't say, I mean, you're not going to have superior wines, but it's, it's but you can you, you learn you learn fermentation, you learn about uh, oaking, you True. learn you learn Still a lot success. of aspects. You learn about uh, aging and maturation, uh, but then when you step up, the, the next step is working with growers and getting real fruit yeah oh, i can't wait to dive into that and but how it all starts you... in, in the field i mean you, you start with a quality product you end with a quality product you can't start with an inferior product and then you can't a save it product. yeah you yeah can go the other way but you probably shouldn't yeah. be doing what you're doing right yeah. so yeah. very true just to kind of loop you and brian how did you come into play and what's your background my background is, is this in, friendship or <laughs> restaurants so really I, I, yeah i grew up in the restaurant world and and Chefing and fell in love with food and wine, and then had a family. The restaurant industry wasn't real conducive to family life, and no, it's not. was getting a little too stressed out. So left that for a minute, and then met John, and here we are. So, um, wow. but, but winemaking is a lot like cooking versus baking. I would relate oh. brewing more towards baking, where you have to mm -hmm. hit exact temperatures and exact science. Um, winemaking is there's a lot of science in there and chemistry but a lot of it is sensorial too That's which which you can't really duplicate Impart. or and yeah so right. yeah so do you guys feel like you have to make small tweaks every batch and, and kind of absolutely yeah. like like you're every tasting year. while yeah. you're cooking kind yeah, of there's, yeah. no, there's oh, yeah. no one set recipe we have a foundation that we kind of build off of but it's never the same year after year because it's an agricultural product that we're starting with so it's constantly changing so we have to constantly evolve and yeah a lot of that is through you know experimentation and you know uh, yeah. yeah yeah makes sense and yeah. I'm, I'm sure each year it's different based on the the grapes as well too right, right. you know because sure. like the weather and all that yeah. exactly. um have you guys had any like bad years where um you were worried about where you're where you're going to get your supply or like you know any, anything like that where you're every just year? Like, yeah. every year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 2019 was, yeah, was, was that was rough. And, uh, yeah. What happened? 2020 was really rough. Yeah. So, um, 2020 the, was um, a turnaround. Yeah. That was not good for anybody. The, um, <laughs> yeah. You, you have uh, every growing year is going to be different. Um, one of the things that that happened in 2019 on, on um, Halloween, mm -hmm. uh, Halloween night, it it got uh, in 2019 Halloween night. It got to the like the teens here. Mm -hmm. Dude, I'm trying to even remember. It was yeah. like it did. It got, was the fit. And it. Uh, I think we were still in Cedar Park it was at that single time. Digit, yeah. Single digits up in the high plains where mm -hmm. our grapes come from. Oh yeah. And, um, okay. So the thing about uh, thing about grapevines, they're you know, it's an agricultural product. Yeah. They're a perennial crop, and they they go dormant. They drop their leaves. 
in winter. But what will happen is when you harvest the grapes, you're usually around the August, September timeframe, mm-hmm. then what the grapevine does is it uses the photosynthesis that, you know, it uses that with, during the growing season to feed the grapes mm-hmm. themselves. But when the grapes are gone, that, that uh, photosynthesis builds up carbohydrates in the trunk and the cordons. Uh, so it's, it's actually feeding itself. It's feeding the vine. Because when wow. it goes, oh okay. yeah, when it goes dormant, mm-hmm. um, uh, it, even if it freezes, the, the those carbohydrates act as a as an antifreeze. Is what? it kind of similar to like oh, rose yeah. bushes as well too? Don't similar. they? Yeah, because yeah. like they're pretty hard to kill off too, yeah. kind of like grapevines wow. as well too, yeah. or anything vining like that, right? Garden. Yeah. But, but what will happen is when they when they wake back up, you know, when the soil temperature gets above fifty degrees, basically, mm-hmm. and um, what will happen is buds will start opening and, but the, because those buds aren't really leaves yet, mm-hmm. it uses that carbohydrate store to feed the, the little buds as they grow into leaves and what have you until the plant can start gotcha. doing its own photosynthesis again and generating its own energy. So the thing is on that, fr- on that freeze, there wasn't enough time uh, for it to build up carbohydrates. We lost eighty percent of our uh, fruit. So the, the, the next yeah. year, the That's 2020 not good. year, yeah. we lost eighty percent. So of how our do fruit. you? Yeah, how do you recover from that? Outdoors? What do you do differently? Like what we do is, uh, what we do is, we look at what varietals are produced. So, so maybe Barbera, we can't get any Barbera because it was totally wiped out, or mm-hmm. Treviano, we can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Viognier is doing real well. And Dolcetto is doing well. So we'll pivot. get, you just have to pivot. Got it. Exactly. Got it. And every year is like that. Mm. Um, 2019 or the 2020 year, because of two, the 2019 freeze mm-hmm. was probably the worst. Mm. But every year, something something happens. Got it. And so, you you know, that's one thing you really, um, one thing I, I, when people ask me about the, you know, what's it like to be, you know, a winemaker in Texas, mm-hmm. you got to be risk adverse. And you, <laughs> you got to very true. Yeah, you got to pivot. You know, you the weather pivot. is very bipolar here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. kind of taking a step back, you know, and maybe Ryan, you can chime in with your role here. So, once you first, you know, got things up and running, like how did you guys uh, decide? Did you guys have your own vineyards? Like, so how did that portion come into play? So, what we um, what we what we did was establish uh, relationships with growers. We would, uh, what I what I did was go to uh, to uh, there's several grower uh, symposiums, you know, and, and grower oh, like workshops, almost kind of like workshops. Cool. Okay. And um, and they're, they're they are cool because it's really a learning a learning situation for the growers. Uh, really? Texas Ag, you know, agricultural, A and M, Texas Tech will all join in and, and hold these and sponsor them. Wow. And so yeah. the growers will go out there, uh, winemakers will go out there. We meet with the growers that we're going to buy from. Okay. And uh, so that's kind of how I got started was let's meeting with fellow yeah. winemakers. Kind of kind of socialize and get used yeah. to where where everything comes from and who you need to talk to. And yeah, yeah so it's who, very yeah. community 
oriented, it sounds like, oh, as yeah. far as establishing yeah. those relationships. And it sounds like that if somebody much. doesn't like you, it would be really easy for you not to have any business. Any more alignment. <laughs> right? Or, yes, yeah. <laughs> so if somebody up there in, in Lubbock doesn't like you, it might be kind of hard to get stuck in them. That's yeah. true. And be associated yeah. with them, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's very important to be a face in front of the communication. Yeah. Be in emails, you know, I mean, yeah. still, you're dealing with Texas farmers and mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. the handshake and, and going out and yeah. checking on things and meeting and, and getting a relationship with them goes along. I was going to say, yeah. as a business yeah. owner, like that relationship building aspect, you know. Oh, you have to. Key, yeah. like yeah yeah and then yeah i mean for your yeah, texas is still pretty traditional even if you're like that, even if you're in some of the liberal areas it's still very like yeah like you said a handshake and like actual physical like interaction and yeah definitely it goes a long way so, but i like that though i don't like that cold you know like email or phone call or you know teams we'll meeting. take your grapes and go <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right yeah exactly no i mean yeah. they spend their entire lives cultivating this product like yeah. i can understand why they'd be picky yeah. as to who is going to receive I mean, their stuff. the yeah. true labor of love. I mean, it yeah. all starts out at the vineyard. If you got to you got to start there and then bring it into the the winery and then produce that and then that's where it becomes the artistry, you know, the winemaker and the science behind it. But yeah. I mean, it all it, it all starts from a true passion. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it, it's not just a whimsical you know, Right. Yeah. You come in today. people come in like, "Oh, I don't like it." And you're like, "Well, tell me why you don't like it." Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So I can really feel what it is, or or steer you towards something that you may like. Right. Your wine's a lot like because you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe this isn't the wine for you. Yeah. Or maybe you can get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. We try not to say that. Yeah. They're a little more tasteful than we are. Right. They're like, may we show you the door? We're the edge of the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. We're like, okay, well, you know, um, wait, I lost my brain. Yeah, <laughs> you lost your brain. Back, it's back. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. He Anywho. hasn't been with us since That's usually what happens. Um, she forgets things or she doesn't pronounce things properly. And then I bully her. That's kind of what we do. Um, that's our dynamic. I've been yeah. mispronouncing things for a long time, yeah. though. Don't ask me about Maybelline. That's another story. For hey, you said it right, though. Oh, yeah, good job. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So um, when did you guys get established? I forget what year. I'm sorry. We started in 2014 and opened to the okay. public in October of 2015. Oh, oh wow. Okay. That's a okay. very quick turnaround. So, yeah. Um, I did want to ask too, as far as planning your year out, when it comes to, you know, connecting with your growers, having to pick those, like how far in advance do you need to, to plan all of this to have your wines ready to go for the next year? What is that process timeline like? It, it is, or is a, it an ongoing? It's a constant, it's a constant. Cycle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but I'll plan, I'll start planning the year, um, in, in January, okay. planning what, what, what grapes I'd like to get. Um, I'll start communicating with the growers. You know, in January, everything's dormant. We don't know anything about the crop, but we just get the, we just get the communication going. Mm -hmm. Smart. You know, yeah. That's kind of scary where like, there's a moment in time where you're like, I hope it's good out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, do we want to pivot and talk about the three wines that we're going to taste today? We can, yeah. yeah. Um, also, some things we'll be posting, and we'd love to dive in a little bit more. Um, these gentlemen were kind enough to show us the equipment that they have here, how mm -hmm. they press the grapes, mm -hmm. things like that. So we do have some clips of of those yeah. items as well, but I yeah. know that we were missing some steps. So yeah. I don't know how you want to incorporate that, but let's mm. see some wine. 
we'll um, we'll post those on our Instagram page, and then um, I believe we can put some audio clips in there as well too. So we'll we'll touch base. We'll circle back to that later. Okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> okay, so the first one is going to be our Riesling. So uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about your Riesling journey. Yeah. Riesling is uh, Birch. Uh, this this comes from Birch Family Vineyard in Friona, uh, Texas. That's going to be where's that at? Uh, it's going to be west, kind of northwest of Lubbock. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So it's a cooler region. Um, a cool region. Riesling. Um, you wouldn't think about Riesling in mm -hmm. uh, in Texas, but it does. It does very well. It does like uh, your your quality Rieslings. You want to try to find a cool region that won't be too cold. I mean, it won't freeze. Mm -hmm. um, kind of that nice little so, sweet spot. Yeah, Goldilocks zone per exactly. se. Yeah, <laughs> and I think. I think the Birch family does a great job with Riesling, and this one, this one actually won a gold medal at San Francisco Ooh. Chronicle International Wine Competition. Okay, yeah. oh, okay, That's so exciting! And it was a dry Riesling. It I love dry. dry. Yeah. I love yes, dry wines. We do. Yes, we do. Um, okay, so typically what we kind of go through oh, he is did the fancy swag. Yeah, I was gonna say they're we, just quick about it. Yeah, now. we're all like. We, we, go. we go kind of through, we, we try to stay kind of consistent through our episodes and we'll do kind of the, you know, the five S's, yep. you know, per se. Oh, yeah. um, so that way we can kind of give our own two cents, whether it's right or not, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love to hear from you guys. How would you describe this color? Yeah. Agnes doesn't know the Stop color it. very well. I do. I do. Every time I tell her what I feel it looks like color wise, she She's tells wrong. me I'm wrong. So, <laughs> so we're going to let you guys. We, we probably don't like that word in wine. <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's right we'll do our best yeah well the, the color the you know it's got a nice uh, kind of greenish gold hue that's mm. a very good way to describe okay. that okay. Very, yeah you know nice clarity um very clear yes. mm -hmm. so uh and the other thing you look at you know you look at the difference um when you're looking at it at the difference you look at is it is it watery is it oh yeah kind of the outer rim yeah. Yeah. yeah okay and it's you know that's kind of normal to to see that it's better if you have a white piece of paper but... yeah i was gonna say yeah typically we have like a white towel or something but we're we're, we're on a gray good. table yeah. so it we're just gonna have to make it work yeah. <laughs> it smells so fresh smells, and yeah. so clean so uh, it does, yeah. What what um what would be the expected, um, yeah expected yeah notes and yeah. scents and stuff? Thank you so much. So, so Riesling, Rieslings are known. Riesling, Gewurztraminer, Muscat are known for having terpenes. What is, what, what is terpenes? terpenes? terpenes. Oh God, that's a new word for yeah. us. That's great. Tell so, us, tell us what terpenes are, John. <laughs> I'm not gonna butcher it. Now he told me how to say it. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't say it. You just leave it alone. Well, in, in winemaking, and especially white winemaking, what you're looking at are the different uh, thiols, terpenes, and um, uh, fusel alcohols. Uh, part of these are given off by yeast, you know, fermentation. Okay. And but part of them, part of them are, are naturally part of what is is in the pulp of the grape. Mm -hmm. And then um, the uh, Riesings are are known for having. A significant amount of terpene. Some people call them. Oh gosh, it's like diesel food. But uh, <laughs> that's what I was kind of. That's what I was kind of thinking of too. Because yeah, that, that would be uh, no, too yeah. much. Yeah. So part of a, a, what a winemaker does is is choose choose the the protocol that they're going to use. The yeast they're they're so going to use. The aging is to to temper or or show it 
allow mm. it to show, okay. um, you know, to exhibit, uh, if you will, but we, wow. we toot it. So, really so you get a craft. proper, mm-hmm. what we mm-hmm. would call a proper expression. Oh, mm-hmm. like that's that. so tasteful. Yeah. Proper expression. We need to work on that book. <laughs> hey we're so foul we drink and we don't know anything we already told you guys yeah. we don't know anything and um so you're welcome today, if you like it yeah you like, you like it. right exactly and yeah. um i promise we won't take this long to taste them next time but um yeah when you swirl it we look at the legs like I, I think i've heard two different things and this is truly ignorant i know but like um the more legs on it that means alcohol content or sugar content or it neither it means nothing it means nothing at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, can can you kind of tell us a little bit about sure. the legs and uh, legs yeah? Are, legs are so fun. Uh, they are fun. They're they, fun to walk on. Yeah, it yeah. gets you from like, point A to point B. Right now. <laughs> but but in wine, um, really, uh, what you're looking at is the uh, is the uh, legs can be influenced by uh, alcohol by the alcohol but humidity mm, and um, okay. so as it evaporates that's what's forming the legs mm-hmm. alcohol v- evaporates faster than water mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what's forming these legs so it really but doesn't if, tell you anything about the wine it though. really doesn't tell yeah. you a gotcha. thing but okay. they sure do look good right yeah, yeah. okay so, so basically anything, legs are bullshit. got it yeah Chuck, so writing it down i'm not actually writing it down but some saying, fun <laughs> to look at yeah, yeah, right. sure. oh, it looks yeah. good in your glass and, and yeah it's okay but it has no it, there's no yeah. impact quality okay. So, okay we're gonna remember this for the yeah. next episode most, really like... most of it's gonna come from sense of smell and your vision of it and then mm-hmm. you're gonna reinforce it by the actual taste that you get so you're looking you're smelling so does it look Look like something you want to right so yeah, yeah. looks clean clear like looks only, looks like wine you eat with yeah. your eyes first yeah, yeah. right yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's why true. they make yeah. you know the fancy dinners that's why they make them all Waiting. beautiful and you know, it, look at that base. that's true it's appetizing yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. very golden like yeah nice mm-hmm. golden kind of almost straw colored yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah don't look at me like that stop don't it volunteer your vocabulary <laughs> stop it <laughs> I try so hard. I'll be like, oh, well, it looks do, like lemony. You, and she's like, no, it doesn't. You get a bit of that minerality <laughs> or that the terpenes coming up. So you almost get on the nose, you get some of that almost like slight diesel or petrol smell. And that's just mm-hmm. only in. It does have a very sweet. Wines where that is not tempered. Mm. Uh, right. yeah. Yeah. But it has a very sweet slight, smell, but it's not. Slight floral that's notes a, as well. That's an interesting thing that you said there. Yeah. yeah. That's these these wines are you know all of our wines are fermented to dryness, mm-hmm. but it's an interesting thing. Some of the aspects of the way we make wine mm-hmm. give you the sense of sweetness when there's really not any yeah. real sugar sweetness there. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. No, it smells really good. I get more citrus, little lemon, lime. Yeah. Yeah. Up front, touch of minerality on the back end, but light, clean, bright. Yeah. Definitely. One of my favorite wines. Definitely a great wine for the summertime yeah. where it's cold and like a nice, cold, chilled glass when it's hot outside. It's yeah. a dry wine, but it doesn't evaporate your palate. Like, no. you know how some of yeah. them are just, your whole mouth is yeah. dry. Yeah. And you're just like, but okay. no, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we've talked about minerality before. Mm hmm. Um, and I see what you mean, but it's not heavy. It's present, but it's not heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Um, it doesn't and that, have that soiled taste. No, and no. The, 
I really love when there's citrus in these. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. No, it's great. Um, and not to be biased since you're actually like here, but I would, we usually do a rating of zero to five quarks um, for our wines. Um, and um, not to be biased or anything, but I, I would say uh, out of other Rieslings that I've had in the past, I would give this five quarks. Oh, oh, this absolutely. It's not just because you're staring at me, I swear. No. <laughs> no, we want you to be brutally honest. Yeah. He's like, you better not say anything less than five. <laughs> I swear well, to God. Honestly, like, you want to you wanna have a wine where you would either hoard for yourself or gift for a friend, and this would more hoard for myself. No, overall, yeah. Well, and um, that's another reason why we were interested in, in coming and, and learning more about your winery. Um, the first time I had been here was back in, I think, 2016. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I think you guys did like a movie night or something like that. And it was just a very nice, um, you know, family feel. It genuinely Absolutely. felt like you guys actually gave a shit about people. Um, and your, your relationships. <laughs> Brian's laughing. Well, your relationships throughout the entire yes. process from grower to end consumer. Yeah. Um, well, and it was, present. yeah. It was just the way that you actually um, gave a lot of attention to like your customers, and it was just a very warm and welcoming um, facility. The wines are really good. The product looks really good. The label is appealing. Um, just overall, um, it is great to have um, a business like this in Cedar Park because um, for our listeners that aren't familiar, Cedar Park is north of Austin. Um, I think we've talked about Cedar Park before. But yeah, yeah, it's great to have um, a thriving local business, made it through all the COVID stuff that was going on. Um, so that's why we were really interested in, well, in interviewing with you. I came to that movie night and I think we tried a, diff a couple of different ones and mm -hmm. you guys just don't miss. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, I mean, this might be the spot to start asking like bigger questions, you know? Yeah. Like we wanted to do that, but we really just hadn't found a good spot. Yeah, very true. Hurry up. They want to try another one. Cool. Yeah. We'll make sure we don't shut down. Oh no, you're fine. Me. Yep. Well, this stops recording at minute thirty, and oh, we've had all yeah. kinds of special thoughts that weren't shared with the world because. Oh my goodness! We got yes. Tangent, chat. Yeah. <laughs> even though, even though we okay, so our platform that we use for recording is for Anchor, um, and it, it's great, very user friendly, but it's kind of a pain in the butt because on your laptop it stops at thirty minutes, and there's been a oh, couple wow. of times when it stopped and we were just over here talking like a bunch of idiots, and it was just like off. <laughs> Yeah, we'll like yeah. we'll try this again the next yeah. day. Where do we leave off? And we're like, oh dear. Uh, yeah, ten minutes ago, great, that's awesome. So we're, we 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 keep we an eye on that. We make sure that we included everything you guys had to say. Yeah. So um, okay, you want me to take yours? Yeah. Okay. So what's this next? <laughs> Not one? that it wasn't good. So oh, no, it's my favorite. For um for our, our listeners who are wondering, um, Hannah is is trying and tasting and doing all the smelling and the seeing all of the, the wine, but she's not going to be doing the swallowing of the wine. Um, because she's on prep for a bodybuilding show. So yeah. yeah. Trying yeah. to be like Agnes and talking about it since the last show you've in done a sh you, Yeah, so you've done a show. Time to really do yeah. it again. You're just doing another one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, tell us about this next wine, y'all. So good. That is beautiful. Yeah. Is that even a rosé? That is a rosé. Most of oh. them are just pink, but it looks like a sunset. Real quick for the Riesling. Sorry to circle back. Yeah, um, what year and what was your alcohol percentage on that one? Uh, 2021 and the alcohol percentage is 14.3 gotcha okay we always cool. like to touch base on that too so just making sure you know what you're getting yourself into yeah yeah exactly um okay sorry to cut you off okay back to it looks the like rosé. a sunset it doesn't even look like the pink of rosés in texas are a lot of fun and the reason is rosé there's several different ways to make a rosé 
we use a method called sanye. Uh, sanye literally translates to bleed. To to what? Bleed to, or to bleeding. Bleed. Oh, all right. I identify. And it and <laughs> sanye. There's you know the, the gorgeous the mm -hmm. traditional way to make rosé. Very amber colored. No. God, you're mean to me, I swear to God. <laughs> I don't think you know what amber is. I think of, okay. It's the color of my energy. Listen here. Sense. Okay, Jurassic Park, the top of the man's cane. That's what color it looks like to me. <laughs> it's a little redder. They think you're wrong, too. Shut up. At least you're wearing a cute hat today. Yes, that's all this is. I am wearing a cute hat. It's a very cute hat. We'll, we'll post a picture of it so you guys, guys know how so cute classy. my hat is. You're not going to roast you. They're just yeah, going to pivot to the hat. <laughs> There's a little, little pinker, you know. Uh, yeah. Amber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the uh, what what's Sonia? So in tr traditionally, uh, rosés like in France are made. Um, they're grown and harvested just to make a rosé, and typically they're harvested <laughs> early uh, when the sugar content is not completely built up before the before the grape is truly ripe, oh. you know, physiologically ripe. They're picking, and, and that that gives it a higher acidity, mm. um, tends to lower alcohol, lower sugar content. And what was the name of the grape again? Typically, the, when they make uh, in France, they use Pinot Noir. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. yeah. I didn't so, know that. Uh, yeah. For rosé, they use Pinot Noir. Yeah. <laughs> but here in well, Texas, yeah. we use all kinds. Of here in Texas, uh, okay. We, we, Rosé is big in Texas. Okay. Like, it I feel really like a lot big. of the rosés that I've tasted are mm -hmm. usually considered really sweet. So do you think that means that they're made not in the traditional sense of well, act, rose, or being an that, actual rosé? That, that that's just the spectrum of what a rosé can be. And it's a broad spectrum. Okay. Gotcha. So uh, okay. We, we tend to make more traditional wines and less, yeah. less of the sweet uh I, I, I hate to say gimmicky, but gimmicky wines. I'm so glad that um, that's mm -hmm. because <laughs> I, I just don't need a lot of sugar to hide, you know. Right. The I think yeah. That's not the truth, though. Like yeah. people use yeah. sugar and they use temperature to hide bad mm -hmm. flavors. Yes. Mm -hmm. so you don't have to do Very that. True. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we. <laughs> got to keep it exciting. Oh god. Um, okay. Sorry. Um, sorry. We took a little break there. We were waiting for our. Um, platform to load there so john where i cut you off what were you talking about earlier <laughs> sorry we were saying um so we use a method called sanye and it's really a byproduct of red wine red mm -hmm. wine making process interesting but you so, so what we um normally normally uh in, in traditional rosé making the grapes are actually grown harvested for making rosés um in texas i can't really do that so why is we that? Use a, it's really hard to call, you know, call Cliff Bingham and tell him to run, you mm -hmm. know, just get me a quarter ton or a half ton of, you know, just run a quarter row uh, with your harvester mm -hmm. uh, three weeks early. Uh, uh, you know, they, they'll laugh at you, basically. They would, they would. Gotcha. So what we, do, <laughs> what we do is allow the grapes to go to full ripeness. And when the grapes come in, the Think about this. Mm -hmm. They're they're loaded onto half ton picking bins, so it's a thousand pounds of grapes per bin. Uh, they're loaded into a refrigerator uh, trailer and trucked to us, and they're just sitting there happily bouncing up and down for about <laughs> six to eight hours. And then we pull them off, and the 
a little bit of color is expressed along the way. You know, because they're interesting. Does it bruise them? Like, how's that? Impact yeah, the it does. Yeah. Okay. They're going to get bruised up anyway. So, so strong point. So yeah, they're kind of getting squeezed a little bit. So what we do is we siphon off the juice um, into it into tanks, and then we ferment ferment that and. So this is all the color it has. Oh, wow. Okay. And then we ferment it as a white wine. Okay. So a red, yeah, so what it does two things. Number one, it gives us a rosé, but it also helps concentrate because we're pulling that juice away. It helps concentrate the, the rest of the red wine that, that we're, that we're going to make. So <laughs> these are going to be uh, the two grapes we love using that just express themselves well as rosé. Are Sangiovese and Morvedra. Yeah, and I've never even heard of Morvedra. Oh, that's that's a, a new one to me today. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, a wonderful grape. It, it uh, originated in, in Spain. It's it, it, where it, all the great grapes come from. I feel yeah. like Spain. Well, in Spain they call it Mataro. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, but for the French, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. freaking French, French. Fly, <laughs> you know. swear to God. Now it's Morvedra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. a, it, uh, I love. I love Morved and um, we, we simplify it, just call it Morved. And uh, um, it, it expresses itself very much like a Pinot in, in, in Texas. In Texas. Really? But, okay. uh, but for red wine making, Sangio and Morvedra, you know, blended together as a rose, uh, really, do, uh, really do a great job. And I think you could, you could sense it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it is a really beautiful color, though. Even though I can't express to you what it looks like, because apparently I can't do that, but it is really pretty. Rose. We'll give you we'll amber, rose. Rose. amber rose. Yeah, there you go. Oh god, I just think of a bald woman with too much hair or too much makeup. That's what I just think of. Well, now you have a new new thing to think about. I know. I'm like, what um, what notes should we expect in here since this one has more citrus? So one of the things, citrus. one of the things you'll the color. I guess we're calling it amber rose. <laughs> The, we uh, shouldn't. The nose it. is incredible. <laughs> yes. You just uh, yes. swirl that around. You oh, yeah. Up strawberry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I was just thinking okay. that too. Yeah. yeah. And that's just that's typical of a rosé to have that that fruit expression. We love it. Um, the Sangiovese is no is well known for its strawberry you know, phenolic. Cool. Um, the one thing about the one thing about the Sanye method that that I think is a lot of a lot of fun. Is unlike the traditional method. These grapes are coming to full ripeness, so mm-hmm. you're you're going to sit. You're going to see in, in a lot of the Texas rosés mm-hmm. a little bit of a higher alcohol content because they are they're fully ripe. Yeah, what so, is the what is this thirteen point six? Thirteen six. So that's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. What what's the average usually for rosé? I don't it's think we well, lower about 12, 12, mm-hmm. five, okay. five, So what you're saying is this is efficient because it has a higher alcohol percentage. <laughs> it, it could be very efficient. <laughs> for your more efficient. Yeah. Right, right. You know, if you're in a hurry and you're like, I just want to be drunk already. So. Oh my god. <laughs> we, we, we just call it Kool Aid. Yeah. Kool Aid. Yeah. Nice chill on it. You go float in the pool. Mm, yeah. Goes down easy and... This reminds me of kind of like a strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Mm. If it became a wine, yeah. definitely. Huh? Yeah. No, this the scent is really good. It's very it's mm-hmm. sweet, but it's not saccharine. It's not sugary. And it's not syrupy at all. No, no. no. I'm so excited. Yeah, and I think you'll find in, in ours it has a little more body and texture than your typical rosé. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Rosés yeah. tend to be a little thin and and 
like diluted kind yeah. of right almost, yeah. yeah yeah you just get this bit of acidity and then it's gone yeah this one still has a little body and texture to it 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 lingers for a little bit on mid palate and then has mm-hmm. a, a slow finish to it so yeah mm-hmm. agreed exactly what you said <laughs> <laughs> ditto ditto <laughs> are you do you agree or you're like it does definitely it does not. linger like that and then it's not lemon but it's almost kind of got that you've got a firm little, what we call a firm acidic. is that what that yeah. is okay that is lovely mm-hmm. i do like it yeah. um and it is sweet with yeah pairs well with goat cheese if you're a <gasps> fan of goat it cheese it would yeah it, it go anything it you want to do with goat cheese this does that makes sense because you have pairings well. guru here aren't you yeah <laughs> we'll let him brag about you that's yeah. okay yeah. no that's a great idea that would be so good mm-hmm. absolutely yeah i think it'd be so fun to do like a whole episode based on like charcuterie board pairings and stuff like that mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. point down the road yeah because let's be honest that's our primary audience is is the the coochie board community wine is supposed to be part of the meal and you know depending yeah. on how you look at it that's how i look at it you know and like john said he brewed beer you know i like grilling stuff and but when i'm on the grill i want a beer mm-hmm. when i'm eating when it came off the grill I like a glass of wine so yeah. do you have but kind of a sommelier background then is no. there a specific background okay just mm-hmm. a bs background those are my initials but yeah. <laughs> hey, i was like what? i was like wait is it bachelors or bullshit? what are they yes. yeah <laughs> hey it works it would hey, you say all of the above with that same be, degree myself it's it all okay. comes with experience right the <laughs> yeah time and experience you have with it and, and mm-hmm. even winemaking like you know first year john or whatever and then i came in and met john and i'm like i don't really know I feel more confident now sure making changes and then you know so we're now we have stuff to feed off of because we've been doing it for a couple of years and yeah reference and, to go back to yes. yeah yeah and unfortunately you only do it once a year so there can be big oops or, yeah you know <laughs> but you're saying risk adverse it's only yes. you guys yeah. you learn quickly so, and you pivot quickly yeah, yeah. Well, and that's the wine world too, right? That's why some years are way more, um, you know, sought after than others, right? Because Correct. they could have a really good year and then another year is just horrible, but it's the same exact wine, same maker, same Ooh. from the same vineyards, right? Yeah, is okay. it too on the spot to ask what you think so far? Obviously the gig's not up, but what do you think your best year? Um, and best wine, I guess would be. Well, we could just um, say Rosé right now. Wow, well, it's, it's hard. Well, to, what would be the best year of your Rosé? I, I think this, I think the, one that's in barrel right now mm-hmm. will probably be our our best year just right, right over here behind that's us that's so exciting yeah. that's exciting. okay yeah cool yeah. cool yeah. okay Definitely. and it's and it's the same one this rosé yeah okay Very and then similar. would that be your 2022 or your 2023 it'll be 2023 yeah. i wasn't sure if it was when you bottle it or so from when it was our vintages are, are when it's harvested uh, okay see that's something good to know too because i was never really sure on that yeah. yes if yeah. it was when it was What's bottled or so right. it, could be, it yeah. could be bottled two years from now but it's still a 2022 and we bottle in 2024 mm. on reds right so a lot of times they'll go 24 oh. months in barrel we haven't got there yet but a lot of wineries do for vintage gotcha so that that's why you see a lot of older wines on the shelf if you're a commercial shopper yeah yeah, um, yeah. It makes and then sense. but if you're boutique wine boutique winery like we are or a smaller winery mm-hmm. sometimes you're gonna see some newer vintages and older vintages and that's depending fine on but 
knowing yeah. the why behind that's really the only yes. thing that matters. Well, mm-hmm. that's that's the whole fun of coming to the tasting room. You you get the education of that instead yeah. of just being a consumer yeah. and thinking it's a, a cocktail. You, you you dive into and that's why we call yeah. our our people in the tasting room ambassadors because they bring you into <laughs> yeah. our world of Ben Oak and, and explain the Texas wine and who we are and what we do and why the wine in front of you is drinking the way it is. Yeah, that's amazing. And, no, and that's the reason we keep coming back. Yeah. Definitely. Well, you appreciate it much more when you know it goes into it as well, yeah. too. And, you know, yeah. and there's expectation setting. So you're like, hey, mm-hmm. you can expect this because of this. And it's, it's now a journey. And mm-hmm. that's what makes it tasting fun instead of we're just drinking wine, which is great don't get me wrong right yeah ignorance is bliss sometimes as well too i guess you know there could be an argument on both sides (laughs) right yeah but it's fun to to know yeah you know get get that background of why that wine tastes the way it does and then the one thing that's the one thing is really fun about what what we do is we're not a mass producer we don't have to try to hit Mm -hmm. a taste target you know that that is consistent every year what yeah, that does give we, you some freedom there, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we that's true. Yeah, it's what God gave us. You know what what came off that vine, you know, is and it's it's our ability to take what came off that vine, given the growing year, to produce uh, wines like this. So, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. again, just and it makes it fun adapting. Yeah, I I yeah. still really love that analogy of baking, being brewing and and cooking. You know. Yeah. 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 Really good experience. I mean, all four of us could sit down with the same recipe and we're all going to come up with a different dish. And no one's going to want to eat mine, I guarantee it. <laughs> where, where, <laughs> I don't know, but where you shop for product, you That's know, it, it's all yeah. coming from different producers, right? Different areas, different yeah. whatever. The technique you use, yes. it, it all changes. The so, timing. Yeah, so there's no true recipe in winemaking. And it's, even though it is a solution, it's not a solution. You can't break it down and recreate it. Because it's not going to be the same. Because it won't be the sourcing. same because of all the organic chemistry. And, Interesting. And then it changes yeah. from time to time, just like a recipe would. You can have the same recipe, but you go buy the same stuff. Well, that can of tomatoes is different, or those tomatoes you bought at the right. market are different yeah. each time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it, it alters. So that's where your sensorial aspects come into it. That human you know, element and is the human key. Element. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do yeah. you guys ever have to change the type of yeast that you have to buy that you apply to these? We wines? we target we tend to target the um, other factors. The, the, there's a bunch of things, but but for yeast, we look at look at the grape. You know what what has been done traditionally. Also, what you know, kind of what what's new in the market, um, and then what we're trying to achieve. But I kind of I, I equate it to engineering a good wine. What is the outcome I'm trying to achieve? And then let's get the let's get the ingredients and the barrels and the you know, maturation process lined up to achieve that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So the steps in the process are constantly yeah. being tweaked. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to sip that for me? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, so good. <laughs> no, that is definitely the, the wine to have by the pool, I would say. Yes. Oh, no, yeah. that is a great one. And this no, one's a 2021 as well, too, right? You said? This uh, yeah. is a 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Um, I was going to ask you something else. Hmm. My brain has left me yet again. <clears throat> I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so as far as like, you know, since you feel like you don't have to hit a target market, how do you guys, you know, decide your goals for the year? Do you just, do you just we, make what you want to make? Like, how do you guys 
Well, so, and, and you're in stores here in Texas. Are you in stores in, in any other state yeah, or just Texas? Florida. Just Florida. We've oh. got a couple of uh, couple of places huh. in Florida, uh, but we have uh, really just this region in Texas that we yeah. focus on. Um, from Georgetown all the way to Fredericksburg, we've got um, wine bars, wine bars, restaurants, uh, that we sell to. Oh, do you Probably have a couple a, of restaurants that buy from you guys? <laughs> do you, well, I would assume quite a few. Yeah, Toscano yeah. here, a Three-Legged Goat up in Pflugerville is a wine bar, a great place. I've I heard of Three-Legged Goat, yeah. but I have not been. I think oh, I've driven yeah. by. Yeah, you got to go. It's good. It's a great place, yeah. 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 A lot of fun. Oh, nice. Okay. So do you, uh, if you were to think off the top of your head, how many, um, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Liquor stores, wine, um, restaurants, how many are you in? Probably about 15 or so. Yeah. We're, I could have sworn it would be more than that. I feel like I see you guys everywhere when I'm out. Yeah, because uh, we live yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're here with us. That's true. That's we're, true, we're, I suppose. We've got Total Wine in the Austin area. We, mm -hmm. we sell two of our varietals, Blanc Bois and Morvedra. Yeah. Um, the Vino Bolo in the airport uh, is one of our big. That big place airport. is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have a lot so of. It's kind of fun stuff. because people, um, some of our, you know, our, our members or our customers are flying and they see they see us there, mm -hmm. or people will be coming, you know, coming in and see see that, and then they they go, oh wow, when they're right here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Especially the Austin airport. Yeah. I'm sure there's people coming from all over the place. And then they investigate. And, you know, oh, yeah. anybody who's coming in town, they well, have the to. the influx of California folks, I mean, they might just yank you guys out there. we got to watch out. Well, right. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody tried to poach you or tried to get yeah. you into other states? Or what's no. what are the restrictions with licensing uh, on that? There's a ton, right? Every state. Yeah. Every state uh, is different. Yeah. yeah. So we do, yeah. we do distribute to about, uh, I think, five or maybe six different states and every okay. state is different so yeah it, so it just depends on who's buying and sure. if they want to keep on continue buying the well in the, in the reporting requirements gotcha. there's uh mm. you have to report monthly to each state so oh, thank you jesus no. okay they need the receipts <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you don't need to know what i pull up quickbooks pull up quickbooks <laughs> Fortunately, uh, our partner Debbie, you know, yeah, it's good. we call her Debbie. Is she mean or no? She's just a bookkeeper. She might be listening right now. Like, what did you call her? Oh, she's, she's, she knows she's on her way to Cabo. Oh, oh well, then yeah. she's fine. I'm she's right. Yeah, I think yeah. she's better than we all are right now. Right, I know. <laughs> I had we went when did we go? 20... You're always going to Cabo, dude. I don't know. Uh, we went, we could just go to different parts of Mexico, me and my husband. But, um, she travels from actually, to be honest, Cabo was not one of my favorites. Uh, it was, was very, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Cabo. Um, it was just very touristy and a little dirty, and it just felt like people were approaching us every two seconds to buy something. I felt like I was, um, in Times Square, New York. You know, um, everywhere. Um, it was dirtier than that, though. It just didn't really feel super safe, you know? I don't love that. Cancun and Cozumel just are like more... Quieter? Yeah, quieter and, you know, contrary to what news is, you know, where they're saying people are getting kidnapped all the time. I was like, I have never seen no kidnapping since <laughs> I've been there. Not yeah. a one. I think you and I are... <laughs> Larger than the average human, so yeah, that's true. I mean, it'd be kind of funny to see somebody try to kidnap. They might just oversee me, and my husband be like, "Not those two, those two, you know." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that'd be just lucky. Yeah. Oh dear, it's a target story. You'll like it. Oh no. Okay. Wow. We're out of control. 
Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen her in like a week. That's, so That's true. That? We've been busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. Conversation. And um, speaking of spouses, um, we met your wife when we were here last yes. time too. Uh, remind me, is it Audrey? Audrey? Yes, she's fantastic as well too, and she's a big part of the business as well too. Does she? She's the reason the Chardonnay was. Right well, yes, years. yes, she's obviously the inspiration <laughs> behind this whole joint. But like, um, what does she do, kind of day to day? I forget um, for the business. Yeah. yeah, she does. Goes she around does. and like poach yeah, you with a stick every once in a while. Much. Make sure you're doing what you're supposed to. Uh, he used to see the fear in his eyes. He was like, literally. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, you heard about the stick, did you? <laughs> <laughs> she carves your name yeah. into it every time. Stick. <laughs> stick. Um, no, she she um, she is uh, she handles all the decorating. Um, she does uh, handles all kind of the event mm. event preparation. Mm -hmm. So warm and welcoming yeah. when I met that's, her. Yeah, that's really what that's what what we were really after. We we want people to come in. We we don't have a bar that you stand up against. Um, you, everything's a seated tasting, so you can sit down and really enjoy yeah, your it's wine. Yeah, purposeful. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, for sure. You know, we we don't want people to be in a hurry. We want people to come in, really experience our wines, yeah. and yeah, and, you know, like truly get a chance down, to enjoy them. Yeah, sit down, and relax, yeah. and enjoy. We yeah. are kid and dog friendly. We ask the kids are on a leash, but <laughs> I don't have any. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Dogs yeah, we welcome, love, kids we tolerated. I, literally, I have a sign in my house that says right. that. Yeah. I've got a puppy at the house right now. We're going to pour the San Giovese. Okay. I'm very excited. And by the way, the rosé is made from the same grape using that song you somehow that so, seems like magic to me i don't know why it's crazy <laughs> well, just showing the shift in, in the craftsmanship and being able to move on to a different wine completely is amazing mm -hmm. yeah i mean i don't i see why it is now but i just wouldn't have thought of it yeah Thanks. it makes sense so um how do you make this wine taste so different with the same grape well so rosé we're pulling off before before it has had time to I sent you guys pictures of what yes. we're doing yes. when we're doing red, red wine fermentation. So in red wine fermentation. We'll, we'll have those on our Instagram for you guys to check out too. Because yeah. they're really cool while we're talking about yeah, we, we do something <laughs> called whole berry fermentation. So we don't we don't crush the grapes. We just Ooh, ferment, on the, right ferment on the whole berries. I think that preserves the, uh, the aromatics and the fruitiness. <laughs> They're right next to us, right the, here, um, too, to our yeah, left. Right yeah. there, your bins are right there. <laughs> the um, so, <laughs> so for anybody who is not uh, able to see this right now, Hannah is putting putting, putting her hand on it, and uh, she's very excited about the grapes. And I'm out of control. Yeah, and she almost spilled my glass. I did. Stop it. I'm sorry. Keep my hands. <laughs> sorry, John. Go ahead. That's all right. The um, <laughs> she's out of control. You know. Can't leave the house. Where's that stick that Audrey has? Right. <laughs> the um, so so as you can see from that picture. Um, to to get it, it's, it's hard for me to see since Hannah's phone yeah. is cracked. It's an Android, and you're a hater. It's because it's an Android. I'm a big Apple guy too. But, uh, Good job, John. This bump, this bump to Apple. <laughs> but uh, the, for red wines to get their essence, it has to ferment on the skins and seeds. Mm. And um, when we're making a rosé, we're taking that juice off before it's really had time to get all of the phenolics, all of the tannins, um, and we're treating it like a white wine. So for the red wine part, portion though, mm -hmm. it, it, it sits on the skins and seeds, it, it 
absorbs the color, absorbs the tannins and the other phenolics. And that's what makes, sense. makes okay. a red wine a red wine. So we okay. pulled off of essentially about a third of the liquid that would have been in there. And now all of that liquid is then intensified because you got more surface contact with the, the grape skin itself. So gotcha. that's, okay. you're extracting all that color into a smaller portion of liquid. Gotcha. So really it's so the skin that makes a big difference. Kind yeah, of. Well, that, yeah. all the color, yeah. all the color comes from the skins and about 67, 66% of the tannins are coming from the seeds that are in the berry itself. Yeah. Oh, so I, I didn't know the tannins this. came from the seeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah Good we to haven't know. talked about this offline, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. you were sharing what mm -hmm. portion of it comes from the seeds. So about, seeds about 60, 66% of your grape tannins are on the mesocarp, the surface of the seed. Incredible. And, um, and then and there's other tannins, but but they're in the um, they're in the vacuoles of the skin cells. So the anthocyanins, the color molecules, the flavor the flavor molecules, are are in the grape skin. So that's why red wines have to ferment on skins and seeds to get their essence. Yeah, because I didn't sense. know yeah. this. He told me this this um, as well. Like they press the juice out of the white grapes and then ferment it, Fer correct? Mm -hmm. And then you guys ferment the whole berry like you've just been talking about and then press it after. I right, had yeah. no idea there was that difference in red and wine. Yeah. 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 White mm -hmm. wine making. I knew there was a big difference. I just didn't know what it, what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. the biggest difference. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the biggest difference is, is when you press. Mm. White wines pressed off first. You get rid of it. You're trying to get rid of the skids and seeds as fast as possible. Yeah. You're targeting thiols, you know, terpenes, um, and, and how you're going to express that white wine, among other things. Yeah. Red wines, you're really focused on phenolics. You're focusing on, um, on capturing the, you know, the, the aromatics and the color, you know, the anthocyanins, you're, you're focusing on phenolic bind, what we call binding. Mm. And, um, you know, and that's how it, we're also focusing on that the tannins, which can be chalky. Um, oh. We're focusing on softening those tannins, so we, we call it elevage, elevating the red wine. Mm, that's a new one. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's gonna be my new fragrance line. <laughs> elevage. elevage. <laughs> but, uh, but elevating. That girl lives in the basement. Don't yeah. say that. <laughs> Sorry. You live in a one-bedroom apartment. <laughs> it has light. Moving on. mostly. All right. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. so there you go. So elevating the wine, elevating the tannin expression, and so in, in red wine making, that's what we're really focusing on is binding color, getting the aromatic, you know, the fruit and aromatic expression, and then ensuring the tannins, uh, that tannin complex is nice and soft, so you get a nice, yeah. even mouthfeel. I do like even mouthfeels. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> To walk away from don't that. Um, don't we all. <laughs> so just we we usually try to do a dirty joke every fifteen minutes. Yeah. There's a timer really that we set. Sorry. <laughs> I uh, I did notice though just um, the noses. You would say this um, rosé had a, a good strawberry essence, but um, now that it's deeper, now that it's the red wine, is it rude to say it almost reminds me of molasses? Like I don't mm. really get that no, strawberry no. taste. Yeah, and, and I, don't know, rude to I get cherry. I get cherry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was gonna say cherry with like a back line of cocoa, maybe or like that makes sense. Yeah. Some, yeah. Chocolate. 
I know how to use my words. Oh, Maybe no. even well, some no. I never know how to use my words. I don't feel say, bad. You know, letter, even leathery notes. <laughs> and that, that's because when they come in, they misbehave great. So we have to whip them in the <laughs> Get the, the stick. Get from. the stick. Yeah. No. no, it's the leather, dear. It's the leather. <laughs> it's a whole new level. Yeah. The belt comes out. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> Don't get excited. Ryan's but unhinged. We're here for it. He, he belongs here. <laughs> right, that's true. That's true. No, but um, it, it's such it a does smell really good, though. deep color. I do get the cherry. Um, amber rose is not the color anymore, but I just don't know how else to describe it other than no. just much deeper than... No, you've got a more, yeah. uh, almost a coppery, coppery yeah. red color. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can leave the legs yeah. out of it, so... Yeah. Well, apparently they don't matter, so That's there's that. Fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're here for a good time, not a long right? time, so we do what we got to do. <laughs> this wine has legs. Yeah. Sorry, got to say it once. <laughs> I was in the military, and there's so many ways I could go, but I'm just going to keep the class. Oh, okay. yeah. But you weren't even the real military, just the Coast Guard. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> I'm there. obviously yeah. kidding for our listeners. I'm a, yeah. we were the a big pirates. fan of the military. I was like, you got me with a mouthful of wine. I was like, no, I can't. You can't come back from that. It's all right. I timed it on purpose. Sand paint navigate. That's, that's, that's all I did. That's all right. I was, I was in the Air Force and I drove golf balls. Well, I appreciate that. My dad was in the Air Force as well. So That sounds like a fun gig. I no. know. No. We deserve. Okay. Deserve. Random question. Completely off topic. I'm getting cherry, though, for sure. But. Oh, yeah. You definitely get cherry. Yeah. Um. Is there are there any times that you would suggest or think that it would be a, a good idea to like swoosh the wine to kind of like you know go completely over all your palette. taste buds palette? Yeah. Are there specific ones that you would say that you would suggest more than others or not at all? What what are your thoughts? Because when you're at heard... a wine tasting versus mm -hmm. dinner, you don't want to be yeah. doing scope yeah. while you're at a wine. Bar. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> that's it's true. That could be weird. Switch, that could be really wanna, weird. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. when you when you're tasting wine and you're sitting down and you're yeah, I mean there are times where you really want to examine it and, and dive into it deeply, right? Okay, so not um, really any per, in particular wine, but just more when you're doing a tasting versus just having a glass. Red wines, yeah. if you do that and they bring in a little air or whatever, help aerate it. It, it op, brings oxygen in there and helps kind of liven the the wine up that That's would be my world. initial thought too would be yes. yeah it would be like a bolder red wine yes. yeah okay all right so i wasn't that bad i wasn't that but, far off then right. no essentially yeah. you're decanting in your mouth right oh, okay so you're, you're like yeah. you're bringing in a little bit of air and then you're but you want to let it sit on your palate for a minute and then pass and then the next wine you taste you want to take a sip of that and reset your palate you don't want to make your That's first you decision that. on that first sip right mm -hmm cleanse your palate because you still have a little bit of excess doesn't matter if you did a palate cleanser you ate a cracker you drank water you still got to get all of that off yeah especially if you do water because water is like at a seven ph mm -hmm. most wines are at three four at the highest mm. so you're offsetting the whole ph and then it'll change the whole flavor profile of interesting that wine so <laughs> i never recommend rinsing your glass with water because you never get the water out of your glass mm, interesting because yeah. well, i have or, been to many a tasting and they rinse there. them out with water whenever i'm doing a tasting mm -hmm. i would love some uh, cleanse with wine. yeah <laughs> but it, it and and pH is, a, is a big thing in winemaking and the the smallest amount can actually change and yeah. alter yes i didn't think about the pH yes. levels. yeah um 
So in between, um, oh yeah, we have got a minute to go. We're at our we're at our limit for thirty minutes again. That's okay. I know. Right. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I know. Um, so in between, so say for instance, we've got this wine here. If we we're going to another one, you would take a little bit of the next one and rinse it out yeah. with that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. All right. So you heard him. Water's crap. So there you go. Yeah. No. Just when when you're when you're doing a wine tasting and you want to in between wines, don't use water. Just use the, the next wine and rinse it out with that. Just it's a small amount. Smart idea. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. And um, I had some questions about your bottling techniques as well. Sure. Um, yeah. So oh, here. One second. I'll go yeah. right into it. Okay. So yeah. we read, and obviously, since you guys are proactively doing it, you can correct us, but um, the cork that you use in bottling can sometimes impact the flavor, fermentation process, et cetera. For example, like white wines, was it the Zinfandels that were usually twisted? Zinfandel? I don't remember. <laughs> the white Zin. White, white Zin is a. Uh... No, it's a different one. What's okay. the one from Argentina? That was the original no, American Rose. New Zealand. No. Oh, um, a Sauvignon Blanc? What about it? It's been a hot minute. Oh, anyway, we've so a lot of Sauvignon off. Blanc have our yes. twist off. So, yeah. so what yeah. is your, I wanted to know your thoughts on, mm -hmm. on twist off. Oh, twist off versus corking, especially okay. on the type of wine. Now that I've put my foot. No, no, no. no the, <laughs> the, um, in fact, uh, in fact, in New Zealand and Australia, all wines that, that remain in country mm -hmm. are twist off. Interesting. The only, uh, to make them portable or? No, because it makes it easier for them. Mm. The, um, it's so much work to get that cork out of there. You know, they prefer just to go well, right into the wine. They wrestle it off on air multiple times. So <laughs> How would the kangaroos open us, you know? <laughs> exactly. It, uh, but, the, uh, but the wines that they ship to the U.S., uh, if they're white wines, they, they're, I guess it's acceptable now for, for twist off. Uh, but the red wines are all, all cool. Hmm. Um, okay. for us, so it's just access. It's not really any... Yeah anything that so changes the wine a, yeah well there there is um so it's it's taken a while the cork is an amazing thing um it allows if you if you look at it a red wine cork you'll and notice you guys use a real cork right not an artificial we, we're using no. yeah, yeah it's it's a composite composite oh, it's a composite okay. cork um but it's real cork but it's been Pressed together with a, with an epoxy kind of a gotcha okay not really epoxy but a resin that, that glues it together so it gotcha but it acts like a real cork um, it acts like a true cork the um, you'll notice it you get a little seep in here and that mm -hmm. helps mm -hmm. seal the the other thing about corks is a whether it's whether it's a conglomerated cork which this is or a true cork is it'll allow they allow a little bit of a little bit of oxygen in and a little off gassing too. Mm. Um, so it's very small amount. I mean, when when I say that, it it it's it's a very very small amount. The um, the problem with the twist off caps is what they do is they put a seal in there, an oxygen permeable seal, mm -hmm. and for years they've had problems with um, figuring out. How much, how much oxygen will that oxygen permeable seal allow? Is yeah, too much. See, like initially, enough? I would think that it wouldn't let any in if it's a twist off, but no, oh, no. it does. It can let some in. Oh yeah. Huh. yeah. Okay. So, but it's calibrating how mm -hmm. much oxygen. So, so, so for red wines, for red wines to, to age for a long time, 
it, it's kind of important. We, in fact, we buy corks based on what we what we think we'll, we'll buy ten or fifteen year corks. Mm. Oh, okay. And um, and and that you know those are well calibrated. They're they're well known. Um, they're expensive. You know, <laughs> but, uh, do you have any wine that's that's wine, been a fifteen or twenty, or we, do you plan on it? Do you have any that will we, be or? We, uh, for all of our red wines, we uh -huh. target uh, we target about ten year ten years. Oh, for our white wines and rosés, we target no more than five years. So we buy five year corks. Oh, gotcha. Wow. Uh, because gotcha. you know, white wines, um, any white wine mm -hmm. is is usually meant to be consumed as you know rather quickly. Uh, so it was bad as usual. We right. so we talk, <laughs> you tell yourself whatever you need to. Brian's like mm, slightly wrong. And so what, what we're doing is, you know, what, the the idea is, you know, when we buy like when we buy a cork, um, when we buy a five year cork, it's it's kind of guaranteeing the quality that that cork. We know that that cork will last at least five years, and and there won't be oh. it won't it won't start degrading or anything like that or 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 10 or 15 year cork for our red wines they you know we're, we're letting our customers know you can lay that down for 10 years now if our customers do that i'd be surprised yeah but i have seen mm -hmm. uh, we just recently saw our first vintage uh somebody posted on on texas reds uh, that's awesome a, a texas uh, wine site mm -hmm. opening one, one of our first vintages up what was I was gonna say a fourteen? Yeah, I wasn't sure what year. Okay, that's amazing. Should they have done that, or should they have like kept it because it's like one of your originals? And it could be fantastic. worth a lot of money later. No, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great. All right. Um, you know what? I just realized we didn't um rate the rosé. I think we like all of them. I don't think that it's like we wouldn't get the board. I think we still need to though, just to be consistent. You know. do your thing otherwise our listeners are going to be like we're, we're i don't think they're doing what the hell i was going to say like the ship has sailed but we're not doing this i was going to give it a five but just say yeah and it's not just because john's staring at me i think i am a little intimidated <laughs> <laughs> i feel like brian's the one who's really going to come yeah, no, that's true. No. <laughs> Very true. So, he's true. like, I told you a goat cheese was there. I would have put it at five. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Shoot. So. Oh, man. Okay. So, what would you rate the um, Sangiovese? Am I saying that right? Sangiovese? Sangiovese. Sangiovese. Okay, got it. Maybe it depends on where you're at, where you're from. Yeah. Because it's San versus San. Yeah. Sangiovese is a. Uh, I think you should try that one again. He's not sure. <laughs> Brian's waiting for some. He's very sadly over um, here. He's like, please. I, think I like them all for different reasons. I love. I want to be upset love. if more showed up in my glass. Thank you. John. I love the cherry finish on the red, though. Yeah. Um, it's, it's and how clear it is. Yeah, it's, it's a great food wine too. It pairs with a lot of different things. Yeah. Like your board or your charcuterie board. You were talking Nailed it. So yeah. You gotta say so. it wrong. It's, otherwise, it just seems like you're being pretentious. Well, yeah, you know, you really, gotta. This is a perfect wine for that. Yeah. Pizza, pasta. Yeah, um, it's very light, yeah. but it's still like a nice bodied red. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or um, just a drink alone. Yeah. No, right so usually, in the dark if you, with well, a candle not alone, but oh i'm sorry you meant just to, oh yes. got it so i was going a different direction but no this is a great like dinner wine um i feel like the rosé like you said is perfect for poolside or 
or mm-hmm. just something yeah. like very light. Um, yeah. I think this white one would be fantastic. I usually don't like for... Rieslings, and I do really enjoy a Riesling, and mm-hmm. it's, I'm not being biased. I actually do really like it. So I'm I not a huge Ch- I, Chardonnay or Riesling fan. Yeah, I yeah. thought I didn't like white wines until we started this little adventure. Mm-hmm. It turns out I only like dry white wines. Right. Chardonnays we were very you just do for yeah. a hot minute. But... You just didn't have a good white wine. That's right. right. Yeah. They hit us Let with the, you, it's buttery too many times. If I don't make times. a good Chardonnay, I'm out of it. Out of the house. <laughs> that is true. That was your first goal. Yeah. So Yeah, and we yeah. did try yours and it was good. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. we just... Our first round with the Chardonnay was hurtful. And I was like, yeah, I knew I didn't like white wines, but you just didn't, it wasn't the right yeah, wine for us. Yeah. 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 Some right. of our earlier episodes, we did um, all Chardonnays. And um, it, so it was not good. Remember, I had um, a couple of them in the fridge, and my husband, Mike, he goes, Is this the one from that one episode? And he just <laughs> looks at me, and I go, No, it was. <laughs> I just wanted someone to drink it. And he, he even goes, what do you taste it? It is funny. Her husband Mike sometimes will just come over with his six pack of beer and sit on the couch while we're recording and just sometimes watch us. Chimes in. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's oh, like, yeah. here, try this one. He's like, I didn't, I didn't want any. Oh. Yeah. Well, because we'll we'll dog on it and then we'll be like, here you go. And he's like, well, I don't want that one. You just said it was bad. And you know, you'll go over to her like, house and you'll see the same wine in the bottom of the fridge. You're like, ah. That's no, these ones would all be peeled up. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. We do have a saying in the wine industry. It takes a lot of beer to make good wine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Makes sense. Um, Makes sense. You can't get messed up on your own product. Oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> or hey, how do you know if it's good? We all saw Friday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. Got to be culturally relevant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah. Boy. I was quoting Snoop Dogg the other day, and somebody was like, oh, my God, you're so old. And I was like, get out. You know who it How, was, too. Who, oh. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're 24. No one cares. <laughs> right, exactly. Get out of here. Damn Child. Damn. What are you, 12? Oh, yeah, right. What are we going to do with you? Get off my lawn. I've already sent you a comment. I will go at 90s rappers till the day I die. As if I, love you. I love you for that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I'm sure we'll have more questions later, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much for walking yeah, us absolutely. through the process. Yeah. Spending the all the time with us you know, and yeah, I'm showing sure us. We didn't either, but this is fantastic. Yeah, we well, kind of we had an idea. Yeah. I had a vision, but like I just yeah. kind of came in and was like, "Let's do this," I guess. Yeah, and just <laughs> kind of for our listeners, like you guys have to these things every single day. Like, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday, Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday. Wednesday okay. through Saturday, one to seven, and then Saturday twelve thirty to five. And Sunday, Sunday, or Sunday. Sorry. And Sunday. you guys do gotcha. private events as well. Like, oh, yeah. if we, we wanted do. to have like. Our listeners come in for a tasting. Can we reach out to you and maybe organize that? Yeah, certainly. We, we, do, uh, we do a lot awesome. of private events, uh, birthday parties. We do a lot for charity. Uh, oh, what charities are you guys in? Gosh. Uh, Besides just us, our souls. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, just us, yeah. We do like uh, for, for the uh, canine uh yeah. I think I've seen stuff yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah. Do do you do stuff with Awesome Pets Alive or is it Humane Heroes or yeah. just too many awesome um, so yeah, dog friendly? Yeah. There's true. some puppy getting help out there. Also, right. For for the local you know, local churches, local high schools, local you know, PTAs, wow. stuff like that. When they would need to do fundraising, yeah. you know, we're a venue that's you know, cheap and easy to, to yeah, in local. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, we like true. inexpensive, not cheap. Yeah, I was going to say affordable. Yeah, I was going to say affordable. Affordable, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian's exactly. prepared to just keep us classy. No, <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. 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 He's like, 
I gotta use the big words. <laughs> She's know, listening. I have to whip out the thesaurus. I'm always digging in there. That's why I give you the same gun. See, if I read, I'm just not a big reader. If I read, I feel like I would have a better vocabulary, or I would at least stay up, you know, on some different words rather than just using the same old twenty I usually use. You know, oh, this extra version you're experiencing is well crafted mm. of book, many bookworm mm-hmm. reading years. So full yeah. nerd, but socially mm-hmm. awkward stuff. Yeah. That's my husband for sure. Yeah. I know. Um, All right. Well, um, anything else to add before we sign off, guys? You guys wanted to Sure. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for coming uh, and participating Mm. and and enjoying. Thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. We're annoying. We know. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so many many times people will, you know, go to the tasting room and enjoy the wines, but they don't get to really come yeah. and see the actual process the labor of love like and, you talk about. and what, yeah. what we do back here so we're, we're glad you guys uh felt you know felt yeah. adventurous and have yeah. uh, come back here and we we are a crafty sort yes there you go entertain us for once <laughs> <laughs> sure we got jokes <laughs> right yeah. give us a little bit of wine you know <laughs> yeah. definitely but no yeah. it's an absolute pleasure being with you guys and learning your different roles and just your involvement in the community too like yeah it's just so pivotal and yeah. And most people just don't get that opportunity. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. And cheers we're we're gonna have yeah, I know, right? Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Let's all cheers. Let's yeah, we didn't do that at all earlier. We did it at the <laughs> end, you know, yeah. Um yeah, so we'll have all um three wines uh listed in the description of the episode and where to get them. Um do you think we should it's better to tag you of your actual location or do you think we should do total wine or oh, no, it's uh, best, to, best to come sorry. here and distract got it. Okay. Come straight to the source. Right. The yeah. yeah, that's and true. Yeah. So we'll be posting obviously the podcast special, but mm-hmm. we'll also have like a video with everything, all the pictures spliced, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we'll share all that good with you guys details. too. Right. Um, just let us know how you'd like to to disperse that on social media. But no, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Me too. Me too. I guess that's all she wrote. I guess there's yeah. just, just drink more wine. <laughs> right. We've learned enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, for today. For today. Thank you. Um, Go right into it. Okay. So, yeah. We read, and obviously, since you guys are proactively doing it, you can correct us, but um, the cork that you use in bottling can sometimes impact the flavor, fermentation process, etc. For example, like white wines, was it the Zimmentals that were usually twisted on? Zinfandel? I don't remember. <laughs> the white Zin? White, white Zin is a... Uh... No. It's a different one. What's okay. the one from Argentina? That was the original no, American Rosé. New Zealand. No. Oh, um, a Sauvignon Blanc? What about it? It's been a hot minute. Oh, anyway, we've, a lot of Sauvignon Blanc, Blanc have are yes. twist off. So, yeah. so what yeah. is your, I wanted to know your thoughts on, mm-hmm. on twist off. Oh, twist off versus corking, especially okay. on the type of wine. Now that I've put my foot in. No, no, no. no the, <laughs> the, uh, in, fact, uh, in fact, in New Zealand and Australia, all wines that, that remain in the country mm-hmm. are twist off. Interesting. The only, uh, to make them portable or? No, because it makes it easier for them. Mm. The, um, it's so much work to get that cork out of there. You know, they prefer just to well, go right into the wine. Wrestle it off on air multiple times. Still <laughs> How would the kangaroos open it? You know, <laughs> exactly. It, uh, but the uh, but the wines that they ship to the U.S. Uh, if they're white wines, they they're I guess it's acceptable now for for twist off. Uh, but the red wines are all all cool. Hmm. Um, okay. For us, so it's just access. It's not really any. Yeah anything that so changes it, the wine a, yeah well there there is um 
so it's it's taken a while the cork is an amazing thing um it allows if you if you look at it a red wine cork you'll and notice you guys use a real cork right not an artificial we're using no. it, you know, it's it's a composite composite oh, it's a composite okay. cork um but it's real cork but it's been pressed together with a, with an epoxy kind of a gotcha okay not really epoxy but a resin that that glues it together so it gotcha but it acts like a real cork mm. um it acts like a true cork the um you'll notice it you get a little seep in here and that mm -hmm. helps mm -hmm. seal the the other thing about corks is a whether it's whether it's a conglomerated cork which this is or a true cork is allow they allow a little bit of a little bit of oxygen in and a little off gassing too mm. um so it's a very small amount i mean when when i say that it it it's it's a very very small amount the um the problem with the twist off caps is what they do is they put a seal in there an oxygen permeable seal mm -hmm. and for years they've had problems with um figuring out how much how much oxygen will that oxygen permeable seal allow is yeah too much see like initially enough? i would think that it wouldn't let any in if it's a twist off but no, oh, no. it does it can let some in oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. so but it was calibrating how mm -hmm. much oxygen so, so so for red wines for red wines to, to age for a long time it, it's kind of important we in fact we buy corks based on what we what we think we'll, we'll buy 10 or 15 year corks mm. oh, okay. and um and and that you know those are well calibrated they're they're well known um they're expensive you know <laughs> but, uh, do you have any wine that's that's wine, been a 15 or 20 or, we, or do you plan on it do you have any that will we, be or we uh for all of our red wines uh -huh. we target uh we target about 10 year 10 years oh. for our white wines and rosés we target mm -hmm no more than five years. So we buy five air corks. Oh, gotcha. wow. Uh, because, you know, white wines, um, any white wine mm -hmm. is, is usually meant to be consumed as, you know, rather quickly. Uh, so bad, as usual. we, right. so we, <laughs> you tell yourself whatever you need to. Brian's <laughs> like, mm, slightly wrong. And so what, what we're doing is, you know, what, the, the idea is, you know, when we buy, like when we buy a cork, um, when we buy a five-year cork, it's it's kind of guaranteeing the quality that that cork. We know that that cork will last at least five years, and, and there won't be oh. it won't it won't start degrading or anything like that, or 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 ten or fifteen-year cork for our red wines. They, you know, we're we're letting our customers know you can lay that down for ten years. Now, if our customers do that. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I have seen. Mm -hmm. uh, we just recently saw our first vintage. Uh, somebody posted on on Texas Reds. Mm -hmm. uh, That's awesome. A, a Texas uh, wine site mm -hmm. opening one, one of our first vintages up. What was? I was going to say a fourteen. Yeah, I wasn't sure what year. Okay. That's yeah. amazing. Should they yeah. have done that, or should they have like kept it because it's like one of your originals and it could it be fantastic. worth a lot of money later? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. All right. Um, you know what I just realized? We didn't um, rate the rosé. I think we liked all of them. I don't think there's a single one we wouldn't gift or hoard. I think we still need to, though, just to be consistent. You know? 
do your thing. Otherwise, our listeners are going to be like, we'll, we'll I don't think they're going to what the hell. Yeah, I was going to say, changes. like, the ship has sailed, but we're not doing this. I was going to give it a five, but just saying. Yeah. And it's not just because John's staring at me. I think I am a little intimidated. <laughs> Maybe turn this t- table over. <laughs> I feel like Brian's the one who's really going to come in. Yeah, no, that's true. No. Very true. So, Very he's true. like, I told you a goat cheese was there. That would have put it at five. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shoot. So. Oh, man. Okay. So, what would you rate the um, Sanjay Am I saying that right? Sanjay Vasi? Sanjay Vasi. Okay, got it. Maybe it depends on where you're at, where you're from. Yeah. Because of San San versus San. Yeah. San Giovese is a, I don't know, I need to see. I think you should try that one again. He's not sure. (laughs) Brian's waiting for some. He's very sadly over Um, here. He's like, please. I I like them all for different reasons. (laughs) I love. I wouldn't be upset if more showed up in my glass. Thank you, John. I love the cherry finish on the red, though. Yeah. And how clear it is. Yeah, it's a great food wine, too. It pairs with a lot of different things. Yeah. You gotta say so. it wrong. It's, otherwise, it just seems like you're being pretentious. Well, yeah, you know, this, you is, gotta. this is a perfect wine for that. Yeah. Pizza, pasta. Yeah. Um, it's very light, yeah. but it's still like a nice bodied red. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or um, just a drink alone. Yeah. No, right. Usually, In the dark. If you with a candle. Not alone, but yes. You're not alone <laughs> if your dogs are home. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. You meant just to drink. Oh, got it. So I was going a different direction. But no, this is a great like dinner wine. Um, I feel like the rose, like you said, is perfect for pool cider or mm-hmm. just something yeah. like very light. Um yeah. I think this white wine would be fantastic. I usually don't like or... Rieslings and I do really enjoy a Riesling and mm-hmm. it's I'm not being biased. I actually do really like it. So I'm I not a huge Ch- Chardonnay or Riesling fan. Yeah, I yeah. thought I didn't like white wines until we started this little adventure. Mm-hmm. And it turns out I only like try white wines. Right. Chardonnays, we were very you just do for yeah. a hot minute. But... You just didn't have a good white wine. That's right. Yeah. They hit us Let with the, it's buttery If I don't make times. a good Chardonnay, I'm out of it. <laughs> out of the house. That is true. That was your first goal. Yeah. So Yeah, and we yeah. did try yours and it was good. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. we just... Our first round with the Chardonnay was hurtful. And I was like, see, I knew I didn't like white wines, but you just didn't, it wasn't the right yeah. wine for us. Yeah. 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 Some right. of our earlier episodes, we did um, all Chardonnays. And um, so it, it was not good. Remember, I had um, a couple of them in the fridge, and my husband, Mike, he goes, Is this the one from that one episode? And he just <laughs> looks at me, and I go, No, it was. <laughs> I just wanted someone to drink it. And he, he even goes, what do you taste it? It is funny. Her husband, Mike, sometimes he'll just come over with his six pack of beer and sit on the couch while we're recording and just sometimes watch us. Chimes in. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's oh, like, yeah. here, try this one. He's like, I didn't, I didn't want any oaks. Yeah. Well, because we'll, we'll dog on it and then we'll be like, here you go. And he's like, well, I don't want that one. You just said it was bad. And, and you know, you'll go over to her like, house and you'll see the same wine in the bottom of the fridge. You're like, ah. That's no, these ones would all be peeled out. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. We do have a saying in the wine industry. It takes a lot of beer to make good wine. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Makes sense. Um, Makes sense. You can't get messed up on your own product. Oh, wait, that's right. Don't drugs. get high on your <laughs> Or hey, how do you know if it's good? We all saw Friday. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, very true. Got to be culturally relevant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Yeah. Boy. I was quoting Snoop Dogg the other day, and somebody was like, oh, my God, you're so old. And I was like, get out. You know who it How, was, too. Who? Oh. Mm. I'm like, you're 24. No one cares. <laughs> right, exactly. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, child. What are you, 12? Oh, yeah, right. What are we going to do with you? Get off my lawn. Lord, <laughs> your comments. Stupid. <laughs> I will vote 90s rappers to the day I die. 
as it. I love you. I love you for that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, good. I'm sure we'll have more questions later, but oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you so much for walking us Absolutely. through the process. Yeah. Spending the all the time with us you know, and yeah, showing us. You guys participating. We didn't either, but this is fantastic. Yeah, we well, kind of we had an idea. Yeah. I had a vision, but like I just yeah. kind of came in and was like, "Let's do this," I guess. Yeah, and just <laughs> kind of for our listeners, like you guys have tastings every single day. Like, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. Wednesday, Wednesday through Sunday. Sunday Wednesday Friday. through Saturday, one to seven. And then Saturday, twelve thirty to five. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday or Sunday. Sorry. And Sunday. you guys do gotcha. private events as well. Like, oh, yeah. if we, we wanted do. to have like our listeners come in for a tasting, can we reach out to you and maybe organize that? Yeah, certainly. We, we do. Uh, we do a lot awesome. of private events, um, birthday parties. We do a lot for charity. Uh, oh, what charities are you guys in? Gosh. Besides just us, our souls. Not just us. Yeah. We do like for for the canine. Yeah. I think uh, I've seen stuff about day. that. Yeah. Do do you do stuff with Awesome Pets Alive or is it Humane Heroes or Humane Heroes? Yeah. There's just too many awesome, um, so yeah, dog friendly. Yeah. There's true. some puppy getting help out there. We also, right. For for the local you know, local churches, local high schools, local you know, PTAs, wow. stuff like that. When they would need to do fundraising, yeah. you know, we're a venue that's you know, cheap and easy to, to yeah, and local. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, we like true. inexpensive, not cheap. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say affordable. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say affordable. Affordable. You know? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Exactly. Brian's prepared to just keep us classy. No, yeah. we, we appreciate <laughs> you. Yeah. He throws the click. He's like, I gotta use big words. <laughs> She's I know, listening. I have to whip out the thesaurus. I'm always digging in there. That's why I give you the stank. See, if I read, I'm just not a big reader. If I read, I feel like I would have a better vocabulary, or I would at least stay up. You know, on some different words rather than just using the same old twenty I usually use. You know, oh, this extra version you're experiencing is well crafted mm. of book, many bookworm mm-hmm. reading years. So full yeah. nerd, but socially awkward stuff. Yeah, that's my um, husband for sure. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. Well, um, anything else to add before we sign off, yeah, guys? You guys wanted to sure. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for coming uh, and participating mm. and enjoying. Thank you for having us. Oh yeah. uh, it's our pleasure. We're annoying. We know. Well, yeah. You know, so many, people, <laughs> so many times people will, you know, go to the tasting room and enjoy the wines, but they don't get to really come, yeah. come and see the actual process. The labor of love. And, you talk and what, yeah. we, what we do back here. So we're, we're glad you guys uh, felt, you know, felt yeah. adventurous and have yeah. uh, come back here. and we, we are a crafty sort. Yes. There you go. Entertain us for once. <laughs> sure. We got jokes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give us a little bit of wine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But no, yeah. it's an absolute pleasure being with you guys and learning your different roles and just your involvement in the community too. Like, yeah, that's just so pivotal. And yeah. most people just don't get that opportunity. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah. And cheers we're we're going to have, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, cheers. Yeah. yeah. Let's all cheers. Let's yeah. We didn't do that at all earlier. We did it at the <laughs> end, you know? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So we'll have all um, three wines uh, listed in the description of the episode and where to get them. Um, do you think we? Sh- it's better to tag you of your actual location, or do you think we should do total wine? Or oh, no, it's uh, best to, best oh, to come sorry. here and just direct. It. Got it. Okay. Come straight to the source. Right. The yeah. yeah. That's and true. Yeah. So we'll be posting obviously the podcast special, but mm-hmm. we'll also have like a video with everything, all the pictures spliced, um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we'll share all that good with you guys details. too. Right. Um, just let us know how you'd like to, to disperse that on social media. But no, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Me too. Me too. I guess that's all she wrote. I guess there's yeah. just 
just drink more wine. <laughs> right. We've learned enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, well for today. For today. Your competition. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>